Okay, team, to round out our week, our first week in December, I want to talk about making your mess your message. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Hey, team, Glenn Azar here. Welcome back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. The idea of making your mess your message really is basic. We've all had challenges we've gone through. And I don't know about you, but I'd imagine if you're the same as most people, we've all had a challenge that we didn't know how we were going to get through to the other side. Now, you look back and it might not have been a devastating thing. It might have been a relationship breakup, which at the time you think is absolutely devastating. But years on, you go, wasn't such a big deal. But at the time it was, or it could be a really big deal. You could have lost someone really close to you. You could have had cancer or maybe you have cancer there's things that we all go through there are challenges where maybe you lost a business well that can be pretty tough you know there's a lot of ego a lot of pride that goes in with that and the idea is that you make that thing whatever it was that you thought was insurmountable at the time you thought this is going to end me there is no way that I can continue after this absolutely devastated and you make that your message what are the lessons you learned from that How can I help other people overcome challenges in their life? See, there's no value in reliving the message over and over and over. There's no value in reliving the pain unless you're finding value in it. A lot of people get stuck down into that thing that happened to them and they make themselves a victim and they become below the line thinkers. And, you know, let me tell you about this thing that happened. Okay, but if it was five years ago, 10 years ago, when you were a child, no matter how bad it was, I feel like the onus is on us to move past that. Otherwise, we're literally going to be living with that forever. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. So at the end of the day, I wanted to share this message and I found a really good example of this. And this is a young guy by the name of Kalen Moore. So a young uni student uh, had to work as a janitor to get himself through university, ends up picking up a footballing scholarship uh, and then getting picked up in the draft of the NFL. And there's a piece in this where he talks about someone saying to him when he's cleaning, hey, you missed a spot. And you'll hear that point in the message, but he uses that as his motivation going forward. So I think you'll find really cool value in this. It's a great story. I wanted to share it for this uh, Friday, and I'll chat to you guys at the other end. Simple. I'm going to teach you guys how I bridge the gap from sleeping on the floor to being a student at the University of Oxford. I remember in my neighborhood, we played a game called Bullets. When we were walking home from school, we would see who out of me, my younger brother Chase, and my cousin Lauren, we would see who could collect the most bullets off the ground by the time we got home and we sat in the garage and we played marbles with them. But I had a teacher. I had a Miss Walters in my life. And I had somebody that looked at me and said, you're not a gang member. You're not going to be dead. You're not going to be in jail. You're not going to be a deadbeat dad. I see great things in you, young man. And it was at that particular time that someone outside of my own family saw something in me that made me see something in myself that I had never seen before. Things looked like they were going up. So I remember one day, I'm I'm on my high school football field, and I'm playing, I'm practicing, we're getting ready for a game. And the police officers come onto the field. They said, can we have a Kalen Moore that's here? I come out so confused. I'm thinking all the the candy that I stole from that Rite Aid in middle school is starting to catch up with me. And now, before you know it, the cops take me away and I'm in the car. They take me to my home. There were helicopters hovering above my house. 
shotguns everywhere, police officers everywhere. They were looking for my father who had just committed a murder. My father right now is in prison for life for murder in Tehachapi, California. You see me up here talking in this tuxedo. Three years from this exact day, I had a broom and I had a mop in my hand. But one day I heard a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King and it changed my entire perspective. And I started to write down dreams, dreams that were too big. And I wrote on a piece of paper and put it in my dormitory room on the ceiling. I told myself I would not stop playing football until my father could see me play on TV from the prison that he's at in Tehachapi, California. It had nothing to do with making it to the league. My mindset was different. So I got, I convinced myself, okay, I'll need some revenue to be able to buy a plane ticket so I can make these dreams happen. So I got the job as a janitor on the exact same campus that I was at. So every day I'm mopping and I'm sweeping and I'm so humble. And I used to mop and I would sweep with a hoodie on and I was so depressed and so discouraged. And then one day, there was a young man that was walking past me. He looked at me and I looked at him. I kept mopping, I kept sweeping. And he said, you missed the spot. I looked at him, I said, where? And then he spit on the floor. So he walked past, I said, hey bro, come back. He started walking back towards me. I turned to face him. I said, tell you what, bro, where are you about to go right now? He said, I'm going to the cab, you know, somewhere you can't go because you're a janitor. I said, is that right? Tell you what, when you go to that cab, tell them to put that food into your hands. Then bring that food from your hands, bring it back out here, put it on this floor, and eat it off this floor. That's how clean this floor is gonna be when you get back. I shook his hand and said, have a nice day. I heard a quote that day, Dr. Martin Luther King. It said, if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, sweep streets like Michelangelo painting, sweep streets like Beethoven composed music, Sweep streets so well that when you die, may all the hosts of heaven and earth look upon your grave and say there lived a street sweeper who did his job well. I changed my entire mindset on that day. I told myself, if I'm gonna be a janitor, I'll be the best dang janitor that ever lived. If anybody comes past this spot on Marist College campus, they're gonna know Kylan Lewis Moore must have been there because this spot. That's the type of mindset that I started applying to every single thing that I did, is to do every single thing I do to the best of my ability. I can't help but to reflect back on the statement the young man said. He said, I missed the spot. I'm thinking about the fact that right now I'm writing a book and my literary agent that represents me is the same one that represents President Obama. But I missed the spot. I'm thinking about the fact that my father was able to see me on TV playing football, but I missed the spot. I'm a scholarship student now at the University of Oxford on a full ride road scholarship, but I missed the spot. I got the spot. Being hungry is when you want to eat. Starvation, if I don't eat, I will die. You must dream dreams that are so big, so unrealistic, so unimaginable, so unfathomable. They're destined to fail. You have to dream dreams too big. So that's really powerful. I love the whole way that he turned something into something bigger, something that was meant to be a disrespect, put him down, make him feel like he didn't belong, make him feel like he was just a janitor. You missed a spot, and he turned that into something far more powerful. We all have the ability to do that. We just have to change our mindset around the way we receive the things that have happened to us, around us, that have affected us, that at the time we felt like we had no control over. But what we do have control over is the way that we respond to things. So look 
for a better way to respond to things. Have a great weekend, team. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.